The following program, Where Are They Now?, is sponsored by Art Andros and Bobby Drell of Halis and Communications. The views and opinions therein do not necessarily reflect those of News or Radio Company or its management. Good morning, Artie. Good morning, Bobby. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? Okay. Nice to see you. Our buddy's not here, Nikki. I hope you're feeling better. Well, Nikki, uh, unfortunately, had to have knee surgery, but uh, shout out to Nikki. We hope you have a speedy recovery and come back and join us soon. And uh, take it easy. Let your wife wait on you. All right. Nikki, I got a question for you if you're listening. The two most famous shoe salesmen in history. Anybody here want to take a guess? Florsheim? Al Bundy and Michael Jordan. Oh. <laughs> I believe Michael Jordan. Yeah, that's for sure. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Is, you know. Wow. Well, um, what about Trump is coming out with a new gym shoe? That's right. We talked about it last week. Got yeah. 300 and some bucks. $380. When are you going to get your pair there? Uh, <laughs> should be a sample. should go to you. I don't make that. Three hundred and eighty dollars for a pair of shoes. They should send a sample to you. Yep. No. All right. Who wants to guess the top five healthiest cuisines? Salad. No. <laughs> Chicken. Countries. Countries. Oh, countries. Yes. Oh, okay. Countries. Yes. Probably uh, Greece. There we go. Number one. Italy. No. Number two, Japan. Wow. Number three, Mexico. Japan, wow. Number four, Korean. Sushi. Number five, Thailand. Do you have? Do you go to the Korean barbecue or one of those? I know my son while, used to. Well, used to go to Thai that. food is is good for you. Yeah, he used to go to that. Interesting. Interesting. And last thing on food, we got Edgewater, uh, their uh, food fest, March first through the fifteenth. You know, so go over. It's not far from here, and all that good stuff. Well, happy March, everybody. Yeah. And, about uh, 20 days until spring. My friend, I finally, remember I've been talking about I want to buy that tiny little home? Yes. I found one for sale. Got it. Let's see if you know what it looks Who's Who owned that before? Take a close look at that. Wow. It was on the show. I'm going to show is that it. Your, is that your trailer up in the country? No, this is my new one. Do you remember this, uh, Devin? I know you're kind of young. No. He, he had his trailer at the beach. It's for sale. Rockford Files. Oh wow! What do you think? Well, it needs a it's, lot of work. <laughs> yeah, but it, it needs a it needs a good paint if job. If I could get this trailer where he had it on the beach, I'd buy it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, anything on the shelf, beach, but Artie, anything on the beach is nice. You know what I mean? I know. But speaking of beach, we got a wonderful guest all the way from Los Angeles. Listeners, give us a call at seven seven three seven six three nine two seven eight. If you have a question for our guests or Artie or myself, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. So we want to thank Lady G because she introduced us to our guest coming up. And it's a wonderful thing because she's become part of the family, you know. We've had the opportunity to go out there. I've had the opportunity to go out there, had some coffee and some goodies uh, out there. So there's a great flea market, but uh, we got to do that again. But let's get started. All right, Bobby? All right, let's do it. 
She has authored and edited several books relating to Rudolph Valentino, including Affairs Valentino, The Affairs Valentino, Companion Guide Norman, The Life and Death of Rudolph Valentino, Beauty Queen, uh, I think Norma. But today we're going to talk about, and guess, uh, listeners, I should say, if you know how many wives, no, I'm sorry, let me repeat that. How many times Rudolph Valentino was married? Call in. Our number is 773-763-9278 to win a gift from us. So how many marriages or how many times was Rudolph Valentino married? And don't answer it, our guest. Good morning, everyone. It's welcome, Evelyn Zumala Flores. Good morning, Evelyn. Welcome to our show. Where are they now? Good morning. Good morning, Art and Bobby. Thanks nice for to having have me you. back on the show. Yeah, nice to have you with it's us again. Nice. It's nice. How's the weather out there? Tell me it's cold and all that good stuff, please. It's raining. It's raining oh. right now. Wow. Now, you're not in the yeah. point where you're going to get that snow. It, what They're getting feet of snow in California, oh, no. but that's in the mountains, no. right? Yeah, that's way east of here, up in the Sierra Mountains, I think. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. No, not like your weather. I heard you had some crazy weather recently <laughs> yeah. in Chicago. Well, it's up and down <laughs> like a yo-yo, but Bobby, it, you want to tell her what now. happened in less than 24 hours, or well, shall I? Yeah, you can. You can. It, it was <laughs> 70 almost. Then it started. Then it started dropping, and probably about an hour dropped 20 degrees. Oh God, it was freezing. Rain and icy. Oh, thunderstorms. God. Tornadoes, oh, tornadoes. We had 11. oh my god hail yeah and then the next morning some of the area here not chicago snow in yeah. less than 24 hours it well, was how the temperature dropped you know what i mean it's like i've never seen anything it's, like it's that. it's crazy 70 wow. degree weather in february but wow wow wow, wow. it was nice to yeah. have the warmer weather it was you know but today you're going to start with your bio and all your good stuff, and then you're going to talk about, and I'm looking for, so I don't want to, uh, hang on there, I'm going to get her name correctly, the the Na- wife. Natasha Rambova. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> Makes it easy for me. Natasha. Yeah, 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 Natasha. All right, let's talk about your bio. You know, uh, people have heard you before, but we have so many listeners and new listeners all over the world so where you're born all that good stuff how you get involved in writing uh we always tell you that tricky one your favorite sports team and if you don't have a sports team your favorite music or whatever you like and then we're going to talk about natasha natasha so i guess i can't can't give away the answer to the no don't give the answer away you can give it away (laughs) if nobody guesses it but i thought of you when we were talking i was like yeah, that's a good uh, question. So go well, ahead and talk about yourself. Okay. Well, I was born in New York and had kind of an, a life as an artist, <laughs> conserving, working as an art conservator, repairing paintings and traveling around the world. But for the last 20 years, I researched Valentino with my husband, Renato, who passed away last year but i'm going to carry on the work oh, i'm trying sorry. to yeah i'm what sorry a wonderful, i'm sorry about the loss i got the opportunity to meet him and what a wonderful you know, yeah yeah person. he was he he translated several books so that was a great contribution to the valentino lore to have some of the books written in french and spanish put into english 
and an Italian, so we did that. But we, we can, can we touch on and, him one thing? He told me, yeah. you know, we have the yeah. merchandise mark that thing. On, oh yeah, on, what a gorgeous that, building! They that have is. that art yeah. thing. It, I don't know if it's every night. He did that. How many years ago? He tell me thirty years ago. To oh, throw mean, images on a building. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, no, he was one of the first people to, uh, before the digital technology right. arrived, he was projecting images on buildings along Sunset Boulevard. And, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. He didn't have the so technology they have now. <laughs> yeah, it was very not, not, it was very tricky in those days to keep it from being distorted and all that. So he, he made a career out of that for a long time. Sounds interesting. It he was. was the, the video man. Mm-hmm. Wow. But well, he, he did beautiful in, work. In, yeah. He became involved in Valentino because in nineteen in the nineteen nineties he came as a production front man for a an Italian government documentary on Valentino. He came to Los Angeles to work on that. So that's how that's how we connected originally. But it was uh, you know a long a long journey of a lot of research and. We stirred up a lot of trouble with our <laughs> discovery. Well, that's a good way to get noticed, stirring <laughs> up trouble. <laughs> and I think you were the troublemaker, but I wouldn't say that you're on the radio. I think he was the quiet one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, thanks for well, making know, a he, difference, you know? Yeah. Thanks for making a difference. Always, he always encouraged me. When I would write something I thought was controversial, I'd read it to him. He goes, go ahead, print it. I'm like, what? <laughs> He never, See? he never censored it. Never. <laughs> God rest his soul. <laughs> yep, indeed, indeed. But I don't know sports events. I haven't really been into sports except the Super Bowl. So of course, oh, what the did you think of the Super Bowl? Oh, the 49ers, of course, being from California. Okay. But hey, did you like the uh, halftime show? Okay, I'm never a big halftime show fan. <laughs> yeah, too much. Hey, uh, Evelyn, too much. Uh, you know, loud noise. Hey, um, well, Val, to, Val's listening, and I think Val should get Art and Bobby to do something, announce something, flip the coin. What do you think? Yeah, at the next Super Bowl. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Hey, listen, you could say, hey, listen. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got to do something at the Cubs Park, you know. That's be good, too. But you know what's going to happen when we flip the coin? It's going to stand on his side. <laughs> Don't forget about it. <laughs> so you were okay about the uh, halftime show. I, I agree. You have to... I think no. Well, we know it's going to be different. Yeah, yeah. we know it's going to be different, but it was just so loud and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm surprised well, he didn't just get married right on stage. You know, Usher left and went and got married yeah. after the Super Bowl halftime show. I know. That's wow, wild, huh? Drive through. Everybody's wow. watching. Everybody's watching. <laughs> it's the most popular menu, you know, Super Bowl. Wow. We got a call already? Yeah, we do. Okay, who do we got? As, uh, oh, just hit you it. might. Yeah, right. go good ahead. morning, caller. Welcome to our show. Where are they now? Hello, hello. Oh. Hello. Hi, who's this? My name is Marsha. Hi, Marsha. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. good. Doing good. Thanks for calling in, Marsha. Are you calling in with an answer to our our uh, contest here? I yes, I think he was Rudolph Valentino was married twice. 
Oh, sorry, <laughs> wrong. But hang on, we'll wow. still send we'll still send you a, a gift okay. card, and we'll tell you why. Hang on, you can listen to it. Why was he married? Not married twice, but he was married three times. Correct, Evelyn. That is right. Explain to this young lady. Go ahead. Well, he was married two times to the same woman, mm. Natasha Rumbova. So that's the trick. Uh, the, the that's trick the that trick. Question. Yeah, got it. Okay. But you stay on there. Yeah. We're going to get your address and send you a gift card. And thank you. Do you have any questions for Evelyn? Um, no, I, I just very fascinated with the with the topic because he was so popular and uh, he was a, a movie idol and he died at such a young age. Yeah. So yes. fascinating. Right. Dude. Right. And uh, uh, do you know anything about that um, um, ceremony they have every year at the cemetery? Do you know anything about that? Mm, not really. Evelyn, no. tell us a little uh-uh. bit about it, because I think that fascinates me the, uh, the most. And I think our good friend Val went out there. And, but tell us what happens at that ceremony every year. Well, it has a long tradition. They hold a uh, a memorial service in the crypt in front of the tomb, actual tomb, every year at the moment of Valentino's death. And this has gone on since 1927 when his manager began to try to promote him to get his movie shown because he was trying to pay off Valentino's debt after his death. But it's carried on. You know, it's still... It's still, you know, it's lamentably being run by some people that have some very, you know, questionable agendas, but it's okay. It's still going on down the street here at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery every year. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Wow. And and tell tell us what happens when that car pulls up. When the car pulls up? Yeah. Who gets out of that car? Of what at the at the yeah at cemetery at the cemetery. I I, I don't know. Oh, I read about a lady in black with a veil. Oh, the lady in black. There's been many ladies in black. Oh, it's not the same one year after year. You know, maybe her daughter. (laughs) That's kind of a sub tradition to the whole thing, and I think now they have a woman who's probably paid by the cemetery to be the lady in black. I'm not sure about that, but. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. The widow, the widow and her widow's weeds to come and put flowers on the grave and weep. (laughs) Wow. That's wild. You guys, you must live in that show town, don't you? Hollywood, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Hollywood. (laughs) Yep. Interesting. Although Hollywood's kind of a disaster now. The movie industry is more Burbank and Glendale and, you know. Hollywood has its issues after dark, at least. Wow! <laughs> I was watching SWAT last night, and they were running through a cemetery. Wow. That was crazy, you, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder and a, what and a mausoleum. I wonder which it was. Yeah. Did they, they ever shoot movies there? Do you know? At, at Hollywood Forever. Yeah. Do you know if they shoot movies there? Oh yeah, they do. It's a real set. It's 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 a very popular place for. You know, movies, events, all kinds of things. We have to find out. Well, if that's I was surprised shot. that it? they yeah. shot it in a cemetery, and a mausoleum, no right. less, because you know that's a sacred now, place. Bobby, you've been oh, yeah. in uh, law enforcement. Do you think those are real bullets, or is it like 
caps put on there and they pop up. I, I think they're real shells. Really? Because, yeah. yeah, they were oh, yeah. beating up the marble and the thing or yeah, AI that, or whatever. That looked pretty realistic. I think we should do a show on that <laughs> because pretty, it was real, right? I was shocked that it was in a mausoleum. Right. They were you know shooting I mean? the marble. They were shooting the um, uh, monuments it, out know, in the cemetery. that's a great show. That's what. It my, is. My wife and I, we enjoyed Do it. Do you? It was a very good show last yeah, night. Yeah, it was last night, wasn't it? And, um, you know, how they were fighting that uh, uh, right. Asian mob, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it was unbelievable. It was It was a great And the guys, got, they got handguns and a couple yeah. of rifles, and these guys got, what kind of gun is that, M something? Yeah, AK-47. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they were taking people out. Oh, my wow. God. All wow. right, let's go back to uh, Natasha. And hear well, more about Natasha. her. Right. Natasha has gotten a very bad rap. And Why? It's been kind of my, well, you know, it's kind of an interesting history because, of course, she was brilliantly, you know, very scholarly, very artistic. And when Rudolph met her, she was a very successful art director and set designer in Hollywood doing movies with Cecil B. DeMille. And so, of course, when he... They fell in love. She, over the next five years, many people, including her biographer, my friend Michael Morris, would say she made the man. She was the woman behind the man. She took him from being a, you know, someone playing basically parlor cads and sleazy guys, and she turned him into the superstar, groomed, very elegant man that he that people remember, but she never put her names in the credits for the movies. And she was really run out of Hollywood because at the time a woman was just, you know, she was unpopular because obviously the heartthrob did not need a possessive wife and in the picture. And because the people he worked for saw her as a threat to the bottom line, she was all about quality and hiring more people. And so she kind of lost her career, but the hatred towards Natasha has kind of gone on over the years, but it's, you know, it was an interesting story for me because I was friends with her biographer who wrote Madame Valentino, Michael Morris. Interesting. And at the time of, at the time of his death in 2016, he was working on another book called Beyond Valentino about the rest of her life after he died. And he passed away and his family asked me to finish the book. Well, that's when I really began to know who this woman was. She was absolutely astounding. She was gorgeous and brilliant and had a fiery temper, which did not go well with the Italian. You know, I was, I was always amused. <laughs> wow, fiery temper. Temper, yeah. Well, she was, she was born to a Mormon mother and an Irish Catholic dad, so she had her Irish heritage, and people attributed it to that. But I was always amused. They they separated in 1925, and, of course, Rudolph had a million affairs. <clears throat> but when Natasha strayed, he, you know, he wiped her out of his business and whatever. They split up. But uh, one of the bitter comments she made was, I just can't eat spaghetti every day. I was (laughs) so funny. Because it was true. Renato ate spaghetti every single day. It used to make me crazy. What are we having for dinner? Spaghetti? But he ate spaghetti. He didn't have SpaghettiOs from (laughs) the can, did he? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Remember that I know Devin likes those SpaghettiOs over the can, right? Because you're here all the time. (laughs) 
<laughs> let me let me ask you, what was the age Chef difference Boyer between uh, Rudolph and her? Two years. She was oh. two years younger. Okay, but you know, she was uh, she was she held his contracts, which is something Renato and I discovered through those court records we found, because she she owned him kind of you know business wise. He opened up a. Uh, a corporate alter ego, Cosmic Arts. And all of his contracts were transferred to the ownership of that for liability reasons. But she held all the stock, was the sole stock owner. And so when they split up, he forced the hand and had her sign over all the stock, return all of his contracts. You know, it was a very, for the time, it was very wild that she would have, you know, so much power over him business-wise. Uh, but, of course, he, he he gave a lot of interviews afterwards saying, if I marry again, it will be a woman who wants to have children. And the whole children thing, the fact she didn't give him children, people can hate her for that. But, you know, there's, wow. there's a lot of twists and turns to there. But they did reconcile on his deathbed, which is something that was written about by several people. They started exchanging cablegrams, and she was planning to rush back from France where she was to get his recovery set up. And so when he died, you know, her biographer, Michael Morris, thought that she had a nervous breakdown. I don't. But she was traveling with a, tra a deep trance medium, George Benjamin Weiner. So they were in a chateau on the French Riviera, and the the psychic predicted Valentino's death in detail. Really? So wow. yes, in a seance. And Natasha's mother hired a stenographer to record those seance trans as transcripts. So after he died, they continued to have the seances with Rudolph talking to Natasha from the other side. So there were 11 of those, and I, I included those in the book I did about this called Astral Affairs Rambova. I mean, they're, they're, they're crazy, but they're fascinating. You wow. know, in fact, just historically, the seance transcripts. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Natasha, Natasha had, her, had her ups and downs after Rudolph died, but she became, you know, eventually a, a, a very noted Egyptologist. And what is that? What is that? Natasha did. She, yeah, what she, did she become? I don't know what that is. Oh, an Egyptologist. She organized, you know, exhibition uh, trips into the, the Valley of the Kings in Egypt. Wow. To transfer translate the tomb of Raman Ra, Ra she you know she was very well known and she had you know her name on a lot of great Egyptological publications which are now all housed at Yale but it always amazes me that in the year I was born she was in the deserts of Egypt with a full you know crew she she was so far ahead of her time and so brilliant, but somehow she just rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. I think because of sexism myself, they just didn't understand wow. a woman at that time. Yeah, no, they didn't understand a woman who was so 
if a woman was career oriented, they called her a bachelor woman. You know, which was <laughs> well, at that time, people yeah. couldn't accept women being a, getting ahead. You know what I'm saying? And we still have some people now yeah. that right. don't accept that either. Oh, no. but unfortunately, to, yeah, right, yeah. 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 She she was supposed to stay home and give Rudolph the you know the babies, babies. and, and mm-hmm. at that at that time and make the pasta. And like the pasta. Maybe that's how they came out with um, the you know the canned stuff. Chef Boyardee. Chef Boyardee yeah. You know he's like <laughs> yeah. you know she's not staying home. I'm gonna hit those people. <laughs> Chef Boyardee. Have they ever done a movie about her? Uh, they Good did a question. documentary, which I, I worked on, which had some crazy complications. But, oh. you know, after after my friend Michael Morris died, I was, you know, it took me a year to finish his book, Beyond Valentino, which we Renato published. But it was just, you know, there, was, there were a lot of ups and downs because there's... Uh, People just have different different theories about what happened, and you know, we're cont- there was all of, a lot of drama finishing that book between the contributors, and so I, I kind of I finally put it together. But he had a massive archive, which I have custody of. I'm not I'm trying to go through it and find a place to house it, but nice. Michael Morris was a yeah no he he did a lot of research. But Natasha had many affairs in her life. She had an affair with Alexander Pienkoff, the great French Egyptologist, and then lived the rest of her life with a Danish man, Mark Hasselrus. And, you know, she had she had a very uh, private life, which is amazing considering she was so, so famous. So but, popular, but, yeah. So popular. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're almost ready to go commercials. When we come back, I okay. want to hear where she lived and all that good stuff. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. and if Great she had story. any brothers or sisters, um, do you have a quick question for her before we go to commercials, Bobby? Well, uh, just uh, grab a cup of coffee. Do you drink coffee, Evelyn? Oh, I'm pretty nonstop, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, grab a cup of coffee. We're going to go to commercials. or espresso? Let's hear. <laughs> okay. Probably espresso, right. huh? Okay, we'll be right back. We'll okay. go to commercials. Abbott Painting. Painting and decorating since 1973. Abbott Painting specializes in commercial, industrial, and residential properties. Abbott Painting is a licensed general contractor. Whether it's a wall, ceiling, floor, cabinet, tower, deck, fence, or anything you can imagine. Abbott Painting, with their 48 years of experience, applies premium paint finishes or wall coverings that will exceed your expectations. Call Abbott Painting and mention this ad for a 10% discount. For your free estimate, call 773-725-9800. Again, that's 773-725-9800. Thank you. Family Entertainment by JJ. JJ is an Arlingtonite-based family entertainer. He is an award-winning balloon artist and clown. He is also a very funny magician and a face painter who draws quick, simple designs to keep things moving. 
Ask JJ about his big bubble fun and his link to the North Pole. JJ will help you plan your party by using his years of experience as a family entertainer. Use JJ for birthday parties, corporate events, schools, and picnics. He also makes childcare, nursing home, and hospital visits. JJ has been entertaining children and adults of all ages for over 30 years. Call now for party planning and pricing. You can reach him at 847-483-4520. JJ is a Midwest Clown Association Hall of Fame inductee. Again, 847-483-4520. Attention out there. Atomic Bingo is looking for show hosts with good personalities, great part-time money, and very short hours. For more information, call 773-805-1900 and ask for Ray. That's 773-805-1900 and ask for Ray. Atomic Bingo, always a blast. Your neighbor prescription headquarters, Tarby's Pharmacy, 5933 North Cicero Avenue, 773-545-0500. We accept most insurance cards at Tarby's Pharmacy. From Fannie Mae Candies, Hallmark greeting cards, office supplies, books, toys, sodas, toothpaste, drug items, newspapers, lottery tickets, toys, and so much more. Tarby's Pharmacy is family-owned, personalized service. Open Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And Sundays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Tarpy's Pharmacy, your neighborhood prescription headquarters. Teach your students the joys of science with Denoyer Geppert. We're the USA's leading manufacturer of anatomical models for education, with a number of our products on display at the Made in Chicago Museum. From autographed anatomy to zoology models, we have something for all ages. Place an order online today at denoyer.com. Limo-style private tours of Chicago's historic downtown, lakefront, Magmile, Chicago mob, ghost, and haunted stories, historic churches, stunning architecture, up to six people per tour, we pick you up and bring you back in style. For Chicago tours, you'll never forget, call 312-841-2560. That all-important phone number is 312-841-2560. Welcome to JenningsChevrolet.com. Jennings Chevrolet in Glenview is a family-owned business that's been serving Chicagoland since 1958. How has Jennings remained in business while so many of our competitors faded away? The simple reason is that Jennings delivers the low prices plus the quality sales and service experience that other dealers only promise. Every dealership pays the exact same amount to the factory for a new Chevy, but some dealers advertise phony low prices online just to lure you in. At JenningsChevrolet.com, every buyer qualifies for our lowest advertised price. The low price you see is the low price you pay. Jennings has one of the area's largest inventories of new Chevrolets and quality pre-owned vehicles. If you can't find what you're searching for, we'll get it through our express locator system. Thank you for visiting JenningsChevrolet.com. Jennings Reputation. Right 
Welcome back, listeners. I just got a text from one of my good friends. He says, how come you're not wearing the Cubs spring training hat? Uh, I will probably in the next couple of weeks. Um, I could wear a cap, you know. I mean, you could give Bobby another one. Who's hey, that, Johnny? John. Hey, listen. Which the John? Cup, Which John sh- Joseph. John Joseph didn't get me a hat, my favorite friend. He couldn't get his son's hats. I they just teasing. You know I, I mean? Why don't you send me a clown hat next time? <laughs> well, I'll wear that. Guess what? He will. He will. I will well, I'll wear that. He I'll will. give it back to you. Hey, yeah. listen, John, I love that hat. I love that hat you I'll wear the me. clown hat that show. No, that you brought back for me from uh <laughs> I saw he was out there. He had a good time. He was with his beautiful wife. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice time. Judy, okay. she's a doll. She is. So listen to this. The yes, Cubs yes. beat the Sox again yesterday. I think it was, what was it, 10 look, to look, look, uh, look, our engineer's eight? here. He, he controls the buttons. Don't yeah. beat him up. <laughs> He's the Sox fan. Go I, Cubs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's, uh, let's welcome, welcome back, our guest, Evelyn. Evelyn. Welcome back to Where Are They Now with Art and Bobby. Okay, we're here. Did you get your coffee? Oh, yeah. We're okay. all set. I have a, I have a, a, one of the listeners have texted me a question. Did Rudy mm-hmm. Valentino have a son? We know he didn't have it with this wife, with his first wife. Did he have any kids? Um, that's a, uh, probably the most controversial thing that Renato and I brought forward. Okay. But I believe, yes, he did. He did have a love child who was raised as his nephew. Oh. So, yeah, it's a, you know, part of the reason he was dispatched to the United States, you know, when he was 18 and his brother stepped up to the plate and, you know, the the child was, everybody who saw him personally said he was, you know, the dead ringer for Rudolph, including one of his relatives who we knew in turn, who knew the love child as an older man and said that it was very obvious to her. And, you know, the whole the whole story has been kept very, very close. But, I, you know, I, I, I was probably one of the last people to be convinced of that. But enough documents came out and the story unfolded. But it's kind of a tragic story, all in all. And he mm. tried to adopt him. And really? And wasn't able to. Yeah. So, and he brought him back to Hollywood at one point. I mean, I think I think a lot of things would have evolved differently had he lived past 31 years old. But it's amazing, yeah. yeah 31 well, years old. Well, you know, years ago people didn't live that long, you know, like they do now. Right. Why? No. No. Well, well, think of it. He had he was married three times, had a love child, mm-hmm. had lots of good parties. I would think. No. Oh, he was. He enjoyed that 31 years. Why we he wow. enjoyed life. He enjoyed life. Yeah. We won't get into he drinking or life. drugs. That's yeah. none of our business. But uh, you know, I know there was some drinking he enjoyed back then. Life, man, I, I'm you know? not saying Rudolph drank, but uh, I'm just saying you know. Oh, he did. Yeah. He did. There, there are some great stories about him and bootleg Canadian whiskey, and you know, he he his manager would keep flasks full of his bootleg whiskey and i think it contributed a lot to his early early death and his separation from natasha that you know there were a lot of he was really one of the first heartthrob you know superstars which there was there wasn't any any real roadmap for him to follow it was it was a very crushing kind of personal thing that happened to him it was a 
you know, a lot of things, a big convergence of a lot of problems that last summer for him. Wow. But he would have he would have been saved with antibiotics. Let's say that. You know, wow. that's just the bottom line. As simple as yeah. antibiotics. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So... Did I read somewhere he, he didn't like to make speeches or he was concerned with his speech, the way he talked? Or well, did I read that wrong? You know, probably the language, probably language. You language. know, people, his, his, yeah, his detractors would make fun of his Italian accent and, you know, but he was very literate. You know, it, it's another thing, too, about Italians. You know, Renato spoke five languages and it. I think in in a lot of other countries, children grow up speaking other languages. So it's kind of a, a mystery here in this country. Where maybe you take Spanish one and learn how to, you know, say a few sentences. But Bobby, how many you know, languages do you speak? Well, I speak uh, English, <laughs> English, a little bit of Spanish, Latin. Uh, Did you take no, Latin school? No, I had Latin, but uh, okay. Didn't do me much good. Uh, it's, I, only I good if, say, it's only good if you're going to be a pharmacist or a doctor. Uh, I think know? I heard you do oh, a little okay. pig light once. <laughs> <laughs> you're me, funny, Me, pig I Latin. got the Greek. Oh, yeah. I got the I like English. to learn, you know, Okay. Habla uh, espanol paquito. Yeah. Uh, and all I know is croissant, oui, oui. <laughs> French. <laughs> well, uh, you know, if you, if you live in France, you'll pick it up. If you live in Greece, you learn it quicker. True. You know, My niece goes every year to the fashion show, the one in New York, and she took up some French because she's there. Yeah. She stays a little uh, uh, four or five days and you know, so she can order food. Yeah, and that's all a lovely that good language. Stuff, you yeah. know? It, it really is. All the languages are nice. Um, Evelyn, what did Rudolph die of? What was his um, his birth certificate okay. say? I'm, I'm sorry, his death certificate. Birth yeah. certificate was probably not well, written back then. <laughs> he, he technically died of peritonitis, I think, the massive infection of the you know abdominal cavity. But he had an ulcer that had gone wow. too far. He had pneumonia the last few days that was, you know, you couldn't treat it. He had surgery for the ulcer and appendicitis that they probably shouldn't have done. I don't know. It's life-saving. But I interviewed a collector who interviewed the surgeon who worked on Valentino. and He interviewed the doctor in the 50s. And he said that when Valentino walked into the emergency room that day, they all knew he was a dead man because wow. his, his abdominal muscles were rigid. And they knew that when the infection got to that point, there was no there was no turning back. They had no way to fix it. So it was about a week before he was gone. But it was, uh, you know, 31 years. That was one probably the most astounding thing all in all. And it's never changed. The most amazing fact about Rudolph Valentino was how, everything he did before 31 years old was just incredible. Yeah, he had a lot of silent films. Did he have any speaking uh, films that he did speaking parts in? No, and you know, there is absolutely no uh, recording of his spoken voice. There are two, two records where he sang, but he thought he destroyed them. He thought they were so bad that he said, get rid of this. Somebody thought he could have a singing career. But those, those recordings have survived, but there's no recording of his voice. Except somebody has been doing, you know, these little clips where I think AI puts the voice to the... It's very fascinating. It's very fascinating to see them putting 
putting voice to uh, to old silent movies. I don't know if it's good or bad, but it's happening. So, well, I, I, I see know. some of those like Lauren Hardy, and they put Greek music to them as they're dancing, but actual <laughs> voice? Little, yeah, have you never yeah, seen that? Yeah, yeah right. Cool. That's on, you but, know. Wow. Now, what voice is it? Do you know? Wow. I don't, you know, they. I think what they did, they took a sample of his brother Alberto's voice okay. and his nephew slash son's voice, and they kind of came up with a, a similar sounding voice, you know, and kind of put that in. I, I have some of those on my old Do, blogs, the clips. I got one for you that you can use. Uh, it's Hey, listen. Could you, <laughs> nice. could you use that I into love one it. of the clips? I love it. Hey, listen. I love hey, it. Hey, listen. I love it. What do you think? Nice. That's Bobby's favorite I love line. It. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, people that know me, if they don't say that, then, you Look, know. Rudolph I, <laughs> and that, hey, listen. Yeah, that's awesome. That's oh, awesome. we got to get more That's made. great. That's great, Artie, number one. <laughs> and Devin, thank you for that. That is awesome. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so listen, Evelyn, you know, what I admire with, when you made your books and, and you know, yeah. wrote things up, you know, the dress years ago, you know, the, the fancy hats and the dress was amazing, you know, well, and the artwork. No, that's another yeah, another thing about Natasha is she really was a style setter. She was her turbans, her braids, you know, she was not a flapper. And some of that, her biographer, Michael Morris, said it was because she had was self-conscious about her legs. She wore long dresses. But, <laughs> you know, she really stylized Valentino into, you know, who he became. She was very, very much his stylist, which I guess they would call it now. But you know, she she they were they were such a beautiful couple together. They were very iconic in that way with setting trends and you know, when Rudolph grew stiletto sideburns, you know, half of America's young men did too. You know, they were very influential stylistically. So that's well, that kind was of an a, that was a big thing then did too. Did she have any nieces or nephews or anything? Well, yeah, did she you? had family that not now not so much, but she still has some family. I mean she had her cousin Ann Wallen who worked with Michael Morris and who gave him permission to use a lot of family archives and things like that. I mean of course there's people who claim to be related to her who aren't but you know she has mostly from an aunt she has some cousins and things that people still about but wow no one really managing her estate all of the all of the family her archives are in salt lake city because that's where she was born and that was for her family is the university of utah so you know i haven't made the trip up there but it's one of the options for housing the big archive that I have here that oh, takes up half the living room. Yeah. Oh, I know. How um, did she make it to his funeral? Because you said she was overseas. Um, no, she, she didn't. It would have been, you know, it's almost a two-week trip. Okay. For from France back, but I think she was she was also at that time divorced from him, and it was a pretty bitter divorce. They were get, getting back together, but. You know, people have criticized her for not being there, but I think it would have been crazy. She was also extremely sensitive and 
you know, things were pretty precarious for her at that time. So, so did she stay no, in didn't. France? Did she did she move around? Where did she finally oh. do her? When she passed away, where was she? Pasadena, California. Wow. She, yeah, she came back to New York, and to everyone's shock and horror, she presented the transcripts to the seances to the press, and they were thought she was completely lost her mind. But she opened up a dress shop. She had a rebound affair with Svetislav Rurich and got involved with the Rurich Foundation in New York. She designed dresses and clothing and jewelry, and then she moved to Spain and married a Spaniard a nobleman. Yeah, she and she restored uh, and with her Spanish nobleman Alvaro, her husband, who she married, uh, they restored cat, uh, mansions and homes in my in Mallorca. So that was her Mallorca years. She fled from the Spanish Revolution. She had to escape France with her little dog on a coal freighter to get well, back to What was her dog's name? Do you know? Oh, that dog. Oh, it's awful. I can't oh. remember the dog's name. All right. Name. If anybody little... knows uh, the dog's name, give us a call. 773-763-9278. You know, that would be I interesting. I can look it up. Well, you I can, can look, look it up. up and if we, nobody calls, you tell us. But... Um, so she Pasadena, uh, and yeah. is she buried in Pasadena? Did they bury her with Rudolph? What happened? No. What, what happened is she was living in Connecticut with her Mark Hasselris, her an artist who worked okay. with her on a lot of her Egypt books, and she was getting progressively sick. I think I'm not sure of the pronunciation of scleroderma or something where she couldn't swallow, she couldn't eat. Okay. Oh my she God! Was very, what a horrible very thing. So she was found passed out in an elevator in Oof. a hotel in New York. But her relatives, her aunt and cousin, came and took her back to Pasadena, and put her in a you know a, a nursing facility where she died. How old but was no, she, she when never, she passed? How old was she? Uh, sixty-six, I oh, think. Again, yeah. another young one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She lived about forty years beyond him, and her family says that. You know, no one ever mentioned Rudolph unless she brought the subject up. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, there are a lot of there are a lot of interesting yeah. books available for people to buy on Amazon. Uh, give out your uh, website, oh, Evelyn. Yeah, please, yeah, and where you, you know, can get your books, listeners, your books. You know, yeah, great idea. Well, this books, is, are, um, books are all the books are all online, but. Um, I'm mostly now posting on my Patreon backslash Affairs Valentino account, which is a $5 a month subscription. But I started that because I could keep the comments from, you know, those we refer to as the haters from just sabotaging whatever I write. That's so right. That's, you have haters. I forgot about that. Oh. I can't believe that. I can't believe <laughs> that. Not, not you, Evelyn. <laughs> not you. I can't I believe you. that. That wow. doesn't sound they right. They don't give up. They don't give up. I've got to yeah. give them an A plus for, you know, hanging in there all these years. But, wow. But, and uh, I also have my Evelyn Zumaya official blog spot, which happens. I haven't been doing as much social media as I used to, but, you know, it's still on there. Well, you told I me mean, you're busy. Some... You're a grandmother now, too. Oh, congratulations. I, I, have a new, I have a new grandbaby, so he's just 
you know, forcing me to smile and be happy. So. Oh, that's uh, lovely. Congratulations. And, and Val says she read Affairs Valentino, 460 pages, and highly recommends it. You know. Yeah. Let me know I, when the I, cliff I, notes come out. I love to read cliff notes. <laughs> Do they still have those? Do they still have those cliff notes? If not, we should get back into yeah. business. I know? used to get that. I used to get that one in school when I was in school. <laughs> Did you so use cliff notes when you were in school? Book. No. Okay. Yeah. Weren't they called Classics Illustrated or something? There, there were also cartoon. I mean, you know, book, comic books. Wow. Here they call them cliff notes because you go there and you had to read. Um, Give me a book that we had to read. Uh, oh, something. my God. And uh, it was a thick book. Yeah. Uh, where the cliff notes was short and sweet to the point. That's right. Now we have audio books. That's probably yeah. why. Yeah, you right. Know, people just listen to them, you know, as they're driving, showering, well, my, sleeping. <laughs> my, daughter thinks, my daughter thinks I should put a Ferris Valentino out as a baby bath book for my grandson. Wow. Wow, wow. A little a little plastic book. Here you go. Five hundred <laughs> pages of intense. No, no. I, I I always say I expect something of my reader because I had such a massive story to tell. It was it was a lot of information, but if you make it through it, I think I think it all sifts down. You know, you get the picture of what really happened. Well, you need well, all the details. You, know? you do need the details. Yeah. And sometimes nowadays, you know, they don't give you the details. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Long time ago, I picked up a book. I think before I met you, I had it in my library. Legends of Hollywood by Charles River. It's got to be about 20 huh. pages with mostly photos. And I was like, oh, you know. Uh, and I still didn't read it, but I like the photos. <laughs> have well, you ever seen that one? Book? Legends of Hollywood? Oh, I'm going to have to get you a copy or send you mine. You would like this. You know, The Life of Rudolph Valentino by Charles River Editors. Do you know him? No. No, okay. I'll have to send it to you. Yeah. It was in my. Yeah, it was in my library, you know. But uh, as Bobby would say, the libraries are getting bigger and bigger. You know, I need another bookshelf. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me in trouble with your wife, you know. She's going to be Artie hasn't given me any books lately. I've been behaving. Plus, um, I've been broke. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's it's interesting, you know. It's nice to have the books to refer back to, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It is. Well, it's kind of, you know, especially with Rudolph Valentino and Natasha Rambova, if you read 20 books, they're 20 different stories. So I'm, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say if you start with the Ferris Valentino, you might have a little bit of a a solid basis to judge the other ones because okay. their, their stories get wild. Their stories get wild. People really take it, take it and run with it. Um, so, uh, Are you working yeah. on a book now? I kind of am. I'm trying to get organized, you know. It's uh, I'm 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 working on something. I can't really say too much because okay. then it tips off tips off the people who sit on the edge of their seats waiting to leave those magical one star reviews the second it appears on Amazon. To <laughs> that's that's their biggest tactic, you know. Yeah. To, 
Well, Evelyn, we appreciate being on our show. Uh, we, Artie and I, we wish you the very, very best. We right, hope you have a you. very thank enjoyable you, summer. Reach out to us. Yeah, if you need anything, give us a call. It's always an honor, a pleasure yeah. having you on our show. And before she goes, are you still using a typewriter when you write, or longhand, or <laughs> are you using AI? I, I'm not using AI, but my son is getting me into it a little bit. Ah, it's kind of fun. There we yeah, go. Yeah, it's fun. Bobby's yeah, sitting here still writing notes. Come on, get your AI going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Evelyn, we're going to let you go. we got some announcements. Some stuff uh, here but thanks for people, being on our show again. And all that good stuff. And all the best to you. We, we love, love you. you. All right, be safe out there. Thank you. All right, thank you. All right, Bobby, do your thing. I got some announcements. Happy birthday to Luke Lyons. Okay. Yesterday was his birthday. Happy birthday to Scott Murphy from the East Bank Club. Uh, Yesterday yep. was his birthday. A shout-out to Chris Mayer for the um, Jennings Chevrolet. He had uh, shoulder surgery. We hope you have a speedy recovery. I spoke to him this morning. He's doing oh, better. Good. Good. He's, he's working. He's working, but his arm is in a sling. Uh, get well he, wishes. He's not pushing the weights up and down, is he? He's just well, kind of helping people. lifting the cars up to show people the chassis underneath the car. Wow. Hurt his shoulder. <laughs> oh, that's how he did it. Okay. And uh, get well wishes to our um, good friend, Nikki. Had Nikki. knee surgery. Yeah. Yeah. He's out of the hospital now. He's doing better. That's right. And a shout-out to your dear wife, Mary. That's right. She's going in for some surgery she, on Monday. She'll she, be fine. She has some uh, minor health issues, yeah, but so. we're thinking of you, Mary. We, we know you're you. going to be fine. We send our love to you and all our listeners. wish you the best. That's it. Um, let's see. Um, next month we have number Patricia Carr from Deal No Deal. She's got a new book. Is a master class in making it in showbiz. Maybe um, we should read this and uh, go to Hollywood. Yeah, that deal, no deal, is big. And now they got a new one on an island. But, yeah, with uh, a survivor. It's like a survivor. Yeah. It's kind of like deal, a survivor. Deal, no deal with a survivor. And next week, March 9th, Lois Vit Sale, clay artist. She's coming into the studio. Uh, maybe we can get her to... Do a statue of us? Just yeah. a little well, one. That'd be you cool. Know. That'd be cool. We don't need a big one outside. Oh, we could get like a, a hood ornament. That's it. Remember they used to have those on the on the hoods of the car, ornaments? I don't remember that. I do remember the little rubber ball or, or styrofoam ball you put on your yeah. antenna, but they don't have antennas anymore. Yeah, they don't have antennas. I was going to buy that company, that would be, but... <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good thing for a radio show. Where are they now? That's Stick what they used to the, do. Yeah. Uh, she's going to talk about her, her work. Um, she's got a show at April 5th at the Clay Artist Clay Space Ceramic Art Center. Boy. Um, we got a whole bunch of things coming up. We got John from Windy City going to be coming. Oh yeah, you told me man. he's bringing samples. Yeah, the Candy Man. The Just Candy what we Man. Need. Candy. Forget about Look it. Look at Devin. He's ready. Yeah. You want a particular candy from the Candy Man? He does have delicious candy. Something you know. sour. Sour. Okay. Sour. Um. Oh, you know, oh. you like those uh, sour gummy bears? Yeah, look at this. Oh, do they have look anything chocolatey and creamy for Paul? He likes the chocolate, okay. creamy Here, stuff. You better make this yeah. announcement. I don't want know. people to think I'm conceited. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, next that's week. coming up. My, yeah. yeah. My, partner, my partner's birthday's coming up next week. March 6th. Happy birthday. Thank we have you. to celebrate it. We'll celebrate it. Happy Thank birthday you, in advance. Yeah. Thank I didn't you, forget. Val. I didn't forget. Oh, I know you didn't forget. I don't think I can get that big teddy bear like you're going to get me, but oh, I got something special planned. You weren't here last week. I showed a picture. Hey, Artie, I got, I got something. Bear bed. 
I got something special planned, but I can't tell you. It's a surprise. Okay. Hey, hey listen, now, listen. It's a family show now. Yep. You know, no hey, belly listen. dancers. Uh, I'm trying to think. We're almost yeah, we're done. Gonna we celebrate. got our thing. We're going to celebrate your birthday next Saturday. You got it. Are the center spaceships? Yeah, we got some spaceships and alien. We got Rosie coming soon. Uh, who else we got? I'm trying to think. We got, we're booked. Um... Reserves, Illinois Reserves. Hey, anybody like to advertise on our radio That's show? That's important stuff. Or, yeah. uh, you know, give out you your have number. a topic you'd like to hear about, give us a call. My cell, 312-636-8400. Or you can email at bobby820am at gmail.com. You can call Artie. me, Art, at 773-746-7078. Or Art 820am at gmail.com. Um, we got some really interesting uh, topics coming up. You, that's right. We appreciate all of you. We love you. Uh, we love be you. kind to each other and have a great week. We love you. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye. Good show. Proceeding program, Where Are They Now, is sponsored by Art Andros and Bobby Drell of Hey Listen Communications. The views and opinions therein do not necessarily reflect those of News or Radio Company or its management.